everybody. Welcome back to Axe Pod. Um, as always, on lead vocals, and I would say dominant songwriter, um, <laughs> me, Gina. On bass, we have Anne. Hello. Hello, Anne. How are you, you doing all right? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing, doing well. All right. Actually. There you go. Let's be grammatically correct. Uh, all right. Let's do. Okay. Establish that right off the bat. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You're not here to be a, a grammar hooligan. <laughs> um, nope. There's rules. And then as always on guitar uh, and keyboards. And I would say like sort of alternative percussion. Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Alternative. Percussion. Like the triangle right. or that thing where you just you can uh run your finger along the top and it makes those pretty chimey noises. Um that one. Yeah, like in Bohemian Rhapsody since yeah. since shivers down my uh. spine. And then you come in and you just you know. Yeah. I wish I could I wish I could make that sound with my mouth, no. but I can't. Y'all just have yeah. to imagine it. But that's the thing, because when she does do it, you are transported. So, mm-hmm. um, and but anyway, the the three of us we make up Axopod, and what we try to do is we take something, a, a news story that's popular, or something that's, you know, been on the Twitters and Facebooks. And we try to place it in a larger historical context. So when you're fighting with your relatives, you know where to get some data points. Um, yep. Yeah. And also to show that nothing is new. Same as it ever was. Time is a flat circle. That's right. We're all stuck in this infinity nightmare and together. We use humor to cope with atrocity. Yep. It's that old. It's that old adage that uh, you know, I don't know if it was Dick Van Dyke or uh-huh. who <laughs> said, uh, "If I didn't laugh, I'd cry." Yeah, Voltaire. It might have been yeah. um, the Three Stooges, Plato, um, um, Rumi. Your, I don't know. Euripides. We don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what we're doing. Again, we will. We will go pre. We, we will go before Common Era. For our jokes. It's a little, yeah. little history Never joke for Anne. Sometimes you have to. Um, Montezuma, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. so today, uh, the story that, uh, that caught my eye uh, was... You know, every couple of years, uh, there's a bill that comes out that needs to be reauthorized by Congress, and it's called the Violence Against Women's Act. And uh, it's, uh, it, even though the, but it's more gender fluid than that now. It's, uh, right. it's, it's about domestic violence in general. So people using... Uh, physical, sexual, financial control to dominate to dominate someone who is vulnerable in that relationship, regardless of gender, age, ability, etc. So, 
Anyway, every couple of years, again, you would think, no-brainer, surely we could just authorize a bill that protects uh, vulnerable populations from torture uh, in their own homes. But not this year, because... Uh, it's it's there was not what, easily it, passed. Uh, what or ratified? What? Well, yeah, yeah. There's a maybe there's a smarter word for it. I don't know. But uh, so anyway, that's that's the story. Well, I guess we'll end on the, or I guess we could begin with the controversy, which is the reason Republicans in the Senate, which they control, the reason that they were hesitant about reauthorizing it is because there is a section that says um, if you are a person who has um, several domestic violence charges against you or uh, you have a restraining order and you are shown to be a threat to another person, that the government can seize your firearms. And uh, apparently that was a bridge too far. They um, and they balked at that, <clears throat> right? Mm. Because why take a gun away from somebody who is statistically highly likely to use it against? Right, right. So there's quite a body of research. Yeah, and you know, it, but it, it it's funny because this is really the heart of the debate which is whose whose rights are we talking about <laughs> right yeah. right exactly <laughs> you know yeah. and and so is it is someone's you know promise of safety and life more and or no, no, less no, 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 no. important than somebody's right to privacy for example or to own an arsenal or Etc. 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 Because right. yeah, right. there's yeah to have a well a well armed right. militia. So it, it 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 is nuanced because you have more than one person involved, and their rights are at odds with one another. So how do you determine which ones are worthwhile and which ones can be compromised? Oh, the one that wants to own a murder stick. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the end of the pod. Thank you. <laughs> I've always called it hole creator. It's a human hole punch. And that team yeah. wins. End of pod. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Um, yeah. But. That's always the answer. So that's the introduction to the case. But I wanted to sort of introduce this case because it's also a case about um, consciousness raising or which I think Mm -hmm. is what's happening now uh, with a lot of issues which is something that everybody knows privately but that we haven't really talked about publicly so there aren't solutions in place and there's There's always a time in history where somebody has to say status quo is not protecting vulnerable people and we have to codify this. Right. And like, I think, you know, like you were saying, what with 
the zeitgeist having, you know, the, like the Me Too movement and what have you, I think, you know, now is the time where we're really trying to kind of, the law is trying to catch up with what we all, most of us right. agree. It's a pretty deep yeah. issue, a serious issue for for women just in general, like the safety of women and the agency of women and what have you. Um, so, yeah. But uh, as always, it's going to take the law to catch up, like a while to catch up. Yeah. And there's always going to be some people who have some really, really dark arguments against it. Right. Um, oh, God. And they, the thing is, is that they shift over time. But the motivation is always the same. Like the reasons they give for being against funding domestic violence shelters etc etc they always have reservations and that's like you'll see that in the history of the bill that it's always conservatives that have an issue with reauthorization over the years Mm -hmm. but the it's always for a different reason but the motivations are always the same right yeah because it's a slippery slope right if we start guaranteeing protections right for you know people who are have less power than oh gosh where does it end pretty soon everyone will have equity yeah. i mean and safety. are you re- and there's no profit in that <laughs> like are you requiring me to act decently how dare you how very dare, dare you well and also i think right now there is this uh you know one of the main one of the main things that people are kind of that conservatives are pulling out at and well the NRA in, in particular is pulling out as an argument against the new changes to the law yeah. is that it would protect people um it would apply to like the boyfriend loop lo- lo- right. right would mean that people who were not like you don't have to be married to this person. You don't have to live in the same house as the person that you've um, been victimizing. Right. You don't have to have those, like, either legal or sort of physical ties to them. You could just be a boyfriend or a stalker. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, and so one of the, what, like, what I think what the NRA spokesperson said, you know, stalking could be interpreted so broadly. Sure. It could be somebody just being harassed over twitter or what have you and so it's like yeah the right to bear arms is so important that even a person who is horrible enough to victimize another person in a like you know threaten them make them feel less safe make them antagonize basically possibly ruin ruin their lives just from you know stress and fear and what have you they still should have a gun they still they still have the right to have a gun and that's what we really need to to protect. Yeah. And and the thing is is that be, a lot of times um even before the NRA question it was always like, yeah, but what if you're that guy? So, like the argument is nobody likes a wife beater, but what if somebody were to say that you were a wife beater and how would you want to be treated? Like cuz my right. it's kind of like 
kind of like that whole thing of like, oh, well, anybody could be accused of rape. If we start taking women seriously, then my grandson can be accused of rape. And these women can ruin lives. And I think now it's this with their right right to own guns. It's like, well, anybody can accuse somebody of being a stalker. Like all all of a sudden, it's all going to change. The tide's totally going to change out of favor for men or whatever. Like, really? That that's Imagine that's your fear. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, um, and and I think I I was trying to find, uh, you know, like I even called some of my friends that are lawyers, and I was like, I want to. When's the first prosecution of a, like right. a domestic violence case? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, because when I went to research it. I couldn't find anything. Like, there were, like, one or two historical cases, and there were, like, class and uh, race issues about it, which made it feel sort of that maybe their main concern didn't uh, revolve around the safety of women necessarily. Um, But... There wasn't really anything codified that protected women domestically until the right. 70s. Yeah. And uh right. The although the first instances that people saw in literature was um you know like the Romans depending on class issues, you know, cuz marriages were kind of like financial arrangements between two families so if your son ends up killing my daughter like they have there has to be a really good reason that you know that you would take our interest in this right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it was again it wasn't necessarily for the it, it was it was still a sort of financial arrangement sure right your commodity so they weren't necessarily like i mean i'm sure obviously they didn't want their but it was always considered what you need to do to run your household isn't our business yeah well I, i think you know what you're saying speaks to like i'm sure that People who were seeking restitution from, you know, having one of their family members murdered by, you know, their husband or whatever, like, I'm sure that they were broken up about it. But the only way to get a court to respond would be, right, to put it in terms of, or, you know, a governing body would be to put it in terms of, like, okay, let's commodify what you've lost, yeah, right? right? Not just, like, the loss of human life is so egregious. Right. Well, that, well, that's, like, uh, what, civ- civ- civil court, right? Yeah. When, if someone is uh, gets acquitted for murder, you can still go and sue them for unrightful death or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, wrongful. Mm-hmm. Wrong, unrightful. I, well, I beg to differ. Um, another word for wrong is unright. Un- Miscorrect. Unrightful. No, it, or AKA wrongful. No. <laughs> the only reason, 
The only reason it popped in my head is because I've always thought wrongful sounded like somebody made it up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I just made up on right. Right. So. This is so. terribly wrongful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're frightfully wrongful about unrightful. <laughs> <laughs> Jabberwocky. No, but, oh, God. And, you know, the other thing is, like, for people who, um, you know, are true crime fans or follow true crime, which, honestly, it's mm. not even a fan. I feel like that was just preparation. Right, like, yeah. Like, I feel like, because I used to watch Dayline with my mom, and, and it it yeah. was so kind of meant to be, like, this is what you yeah. need to know. <laughs> yeah. You better watch out. Unsolved mysteries. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, there are plenty of times when I'm listening to like a true crime story and I was like, God, my kids are only like, my kids are too young to listen to this, but they really yeah, need to exactly. know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I can't, what is the appropriate age to start exposing to, to yeah. them to this without like just making them terrified well of life what you're talking like that's one thing what's her face the nra spokeswoman you know she's with her dana flat dana uh oh well this is a different one okay well i don't know anyway but talking about the like um this proposal this and that that's new in the bill uh-huh. the violence against women act um that it would include what what you were saying stalkers or former boyfriends that kind of thing and it's like she says something like oh um this behavior that would qualify as stalking offense is often not violent or threatening statistics say no it's like the whole thing of like peeping tom (laughs) silly guy it's like we know now statistically that escalates Right, it right. escalates. That's that's the, the beginning behavior yeah. of a person who, who is, is going to hurt. Yeah, I don't know if I said this earlier or not, uh, but just about consciousness raising, and um, you know, like for example, child abuse. I mean, there was a time mm. where everybody understood that it existed, but there wasn't a way in the state in the United States we didn't have a safety net in place for children that were in life threatening abusive situations and so in order to right. remedy that and create those safety nets people had to talk about it and so you know i think in the in the same vein it it took people it took women having to assert their own value. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if these protections yeah. are there, like you know, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Like, I, I, I don't have access to any of that because yeah, I you know I'm living under the shadow of a predator. You know, yeah, so. Right. Um, but I think that people, there's any time you try to address issues like sexual abuse or child abuse or, you know, even within institutions, you get a backlash because it's like, why are we talking about this now? 
you know? Right. Like, this, it's always been this way. Why do we need to change? Yeah. <laughs> I've always been fine. I've been fine. <laughs> what about the good old days? Happy days. Right. Sunday, Monday. Yeah. It's, Happy days. It's like, it's kind of like a shooting of the messenger. It's like, you're not causing yeah. the problem. You're just bringing attention to it. Because haven't you heard that argument when people talk about race where they're, well, if you just stopped bringing it up, we wouldn't have a problem. And I was like, right. Yeah, really? That's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it yeah, works. It's because you guys are focusing on on it so much. That's the most ridiculous argument I've ever heard. I was like, could you? But and it's like, it's you can't magic. argue with that. It's magic. You can't. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Like. It's such a circular argument that you can't even... How do you even get in there? Guys, I have the most amazing news. Um, I have the cure for cancer. If you have (laughs) cancer, you're not allowed to tell anybody. Uh, So we never have to talk about it again. And that's the end of cancer. So... Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, it doesn't... So, uh, but... I mean, denial is a very powerful, powerful impulse. <laughs> oh, I get yeah. it, but <laughs> yeah, it ain't just. I understand. It ain't it's just a river from. in Egypt. Uh, oh, it's so yeah. gross. Oh. But one thing I was thinking, you know, we were talking about like the kind of the true crime kind of self-preservation aspect of it all. It's like there's a reason why true crime fans are mostly women yeah and you know it's like there's something to hearing a story of your own experience like the stalker stories or what have you and and hearing about how how you know there there was nothing there was no recourse there was nothing to be done right Right. because this stalker hadn't crossed this a, a particular line it's like, yeah, your life is basically ruined. You can't function as a person. You know, you can't sleep. You're in fear all the time. But has he ever actually touched right. you? Right. You know? And it's like, that's, you know, it's other people getting to decide what, like, where your comfort level should be or when when it's finally crossed into the line of somebody actually causing you harm. Right. Right. Yeah, like both of that. I, I think I'd, like I'd say having to like change your residence, change your name, hide out—that's pretty. Oh fucking my god, just living in well, constant and it's fear. again, <sighs> it's that competition of whose rights are more valuable. It, yeah. Like one person's freedom to unabashedly destroy another person's life versus, you know, of another person, <laughs> you know, being. And again, it's we keep saying women against men, but it, it you know, obviously this could happen to children. And could, women could do it mm-hmm. to their part. You know, there's like different kinds of couples. There's different kinds of families. So, sure. um, you know, it's, you know, what it's like, when do you interfere? And the so English common law, which is sort of what our justice system is uh modeled after they had the rule of thumb which is oh right yeah Uh. like you you couldn't beat your wife with anything bigger or wider than your thumb oh god yeah that's a cool rule what do yeah Uh, oh yeah but that's where rule of thumb comes from (laughs) how horrible i did not know that sorry um it's pretty cool 
But, <laughs> yeah, and... What if you have, like, the skinniest thumb in the world? That's who you want to get married to. Yeah, go find yourself a man with a teeny, tiny little thumb. Find yourself a man with the tiniest thumb in the world. And you never get hurt. <laughs> All right, guys, you're never going to believe it, but I finally find, found a guy that's missing both his thumbs. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even have thumbs. And they're like, oh my gosh, swoon. Like, he doesn't have a single goat in the world, but they doesn't have any thumbs, and so I'm in. He has no thumbs. No. You are safe, sister. He doesn't have a millstone or a goat, but I can put up with it. (laughs) A millstone? I'm trying to think what, like, 1500s. No, totally. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. He had (sighs) barrels of tallow. His and plow no is broken. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm telling you. It broke a long time ago, but he can't fix it because he doesn't have any thumbs. But I'm telling you, he can dip a candle, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wow. wow. He can keep it lit, if you know what I mean. And again, that's a candle <laughs> reference. <laughs> um. I finally found him. The man with no thumbs. <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh, God. I'm just imagining, like, a noodle thumb, like, a really thin, like, oh, my God. Thumb spaghetti. Oh, my God. Like, you know, like, in the movies, sometimes they'll they'll infer that somebody has huge feet. But, like, in a novel at the time, it'll be a drawing with the tiniest little thumb you've ever seen. Just a little nubbin. Oh, and then you're just pulling at your corset because they're... (laughs) <laughs> oh god i won't get beat yeah Woo. what a relief that is amazing um yeah they didn't they didn't talk about the rule of the pinky no well that little colloquialism is gonna be different for me <laughs> yeah, from well, now on and like <laughs> there there a lot of them are bad yeah, yeah. i mean yeah I, like i i read that a couple of times i don't know if it's like I don't know if it's historically snoped or not, but <laughs> I've, okay. I've heard that. Yeah, I, I've I, I read it a couple of times during the research, but the um, the first time uh, that it sort of came into consciousness, I'm going to see if this like matches up with just domestic violence in this country. Um, and again, going back to our Mary Ellen McCormick episode where we talked about child abuse, mm-hmm. there uh, was already a system in place to protect uh, animals and livestock, but none for children. And well, yeah. and in it, yeah, I mean, you you could commodities, right, you could get hung for stealing a horse or mistreating. Cow, but, they would take a yeah. horse if you yeah, it just mistreated a horse, but not a woman and not a child and then cool. then they cool, cool, they cool. got uh protections for children it was not until the 1970s until they started really codifying protections for women and i found out what case it was that um sort of set it alight like okay, you know how like it's like the like the Adam Walsh kidnapping, yeah, um, mm-hmm. or like Megan's Law, right? 
and yeah, it was it was the oh I don't, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but the Ruth Bunnell case. Okay. And okay. Uh, so one uh, Ruth Bunnell had called the police station about twenty two times. Oh. Uh, and her husband had been arrested Jesus. once, ex-husband, um, but he was uh, exhibiting those behaviors, calling every day, threatening her life and her well-being, and she had called them 22 oh. times, um, and they would come out, and they were just exhausted by her. Um, so, yeah, she was being hysterical, obviously. Yeah. And so... You know, um, women love calling 911. Well, yeah, I mean, we all know that. <laughs> and um well i guess 911 wasn't even there no at the time, so. yeah it was like i'm like actually uh let me just fact check myself wait, did you you uh, well actually i don't want to get yourself? this wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> she did she just well actually yeah. that's okay. staying in sorry uh sorry. No, 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 no. Don't, don't don't apologize but um <laughs> on september 4th 1972 uh, she called the police because her ex-husband said, I'm coming over there and I'm going to kill you. Mm. And they said, why don't you just wait until he shows up and call us again? What? Oh. Uh, 45 minutes later, he came over cool and tip. stabbed her to death. Oh. oh God. And, um, oh. No. Yeah, and it, was, it wasn't until 3 a.m., uh, after the neighbors had called because they were worried about her and they had heard something that the cops finally did show up and of course she was um, dead. Right. Yeah, because so, cause he, he did what he said he yeah. was going to do. He said, I'm going to come and kill you and he did. And again, it was one of those cases where they they were sued for like being liable for her death for not protecting her and it was in the courts i think it went yeah. all the way to the supreme court but you know the point being is that it was just never really established in those situations like what the relationship between law enforcement and domestic affairs was you know so right. it's like is this an it yeah it, they don't want to they don't want to step on this man's toes by getting involved yes. in his in yeah, his you business. Totally understand me, right? Like, yeah, you know, you don't want like I'm not. I don't know what your wife is like. I mean, if she's is she a bitch? Is she a bitch? <laughs> if she's anything like my wife, was she talking shit? <laughs> was she nagging and nagging and yeah. nagging? Was she going through your phone? I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> And so, you know, that uh, it's kind of the same reasoning you hear behind um, rape apologists. Where, because <laughs> that, that, it's always victim blaming. Is that what, what? you're thinking? What? What? <laughs> I heard that buzzword somewhere. What? <laughs> but, you know, it's just so funny because it's one of those things where. I honestly, it was such a disconnect because I was like, oh, wait, this is, they're not thinking about this from our perspective at all. That's why they're saying no. this crazy stuff, because you would never sentence somebody who stole a TV 
to more time than somebody who <laughs> raped his grandchild. Right. And yet, yes. that was right. happening constantly. If all they the were ever prosecuted yeah. at all. So, you know, like, because I, I remember as a kid even thinking, how is this not a bigger deal? Right. You know, like, because people, they would, like, have a dungeon with children in it and be sentenced to, like, four years. Yeah. C- yeah. Community service. <laughs> yeah. Or attempted murder of, like, several women and, yeah, yeah just get off with a year or like, there. What is jail for? Is it only for, th- like, commodities? Like, it's really more about don't touch another man's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And it's, whereas I was under the impression that it was, like, about protecting the weak from people that would harm them. Right. That, that, no. I, that, I, that's where the huge disconnect came into. Right. Yeah. Good point. Well, Just, and all, a really sorry. depressing point. Yeah. Also, though, you, <laughs> but once you start stealing over a certain amount, then you're cool. It's all good. Like, if you steal, like, millions from, like, homeowners or some home buyers oh, yeah. or whatever, it's fine, fine, totally cool, totally cool. Well, totally. if you have enough, yeah, if you have enough money to protect yourself, yeah. then, well, yeah. I, I don't know if this is true, but I think that if you steal from somebody that has more money from you, then, then that's a problem. Right. But if you have a lot of money and you steal from right. somebody who's poor, that's right. not illegal. No. Not right. a prob. Yeah. It's all about the power, the economic and power dynamic between the victim and the right. offender. Right. Right. Yeah. That's where, that's where apparently the law. Even if the, Im- yeah. even if decides. the impact of your crime is negligible versus crashing a global economy. <laughs> right. The person yeah. that serves the time <laughs> yeah. is usually the one with uh, the lowest amount of resources. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But too big to fail and too rich to jail. Right. Ooh, girl. Is that, that a t-shirt? Is Ooh. that is that? I just made that up. Oh. So. Ooh. Yeah, and trademark, it rhymes. Trademark. Copyright. Yeah. Nope. Nobody <laughs> steal that. Wall Street protest sign. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody else said it. Uh, somebody said it. It feels really original right now. But, <laughs> but and the other thing was that there was, uh, you know, out of the women's movement of the '70s, they started establishing like uh, uh, shelters and making research, like on a community level. Mm-hmm. Like not, they're like, well, if the government isn't going to fill in the blanks, we'll try to at least, you know, offer some hope, you know, to right. Violence Against Women Act wasn't passed until 1994, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no lies detected. All but, right. Oh, so so 1994. Back to yeah. Um. Oh, and he, the way that he sold it was he wanted to make the streets safer for women, make homes safer for women, 
and protect women's civil rights. And Okay, sounds good right, so far. And, and this again in quotes, it created new offenses and penalties, enhanced sentencing for p- repeat federal offenders. So mm. but most of these well, that's be, Yeah, that's wow. exactly right. So most of these are going to be on a state to state level and like, Yeah. Each state is going to have different laws anyway. Right. Um, And it strengthened investigation and prosecution of sex offenses. So it essentially like... If they were federal, though? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Mm -hmm. maybe it's not so cool. Well, you know what I would do? If I were you, um, if if you have the chance... Um, get your stalker <laughs> to follow you across state lines. <laughs> across yeah. state lines. Yeah. Listen, take a trip to Vegas or right. something. Yeah. Make sure he knows about yeah. it. I mean, like... And where right. you're staying. And then you'll have to prove that yeah. he did that. And yeah. obviously, which... like, you're going to have to keep all the text messages, voicemails, and... Keep your own right. records. Yeah, you, you're the one. It, the onus is on you. Yeah, that's Ruben. right. Yeah. And it's like burden of proof. Burden yeah, of proof. It's like, well, I mean, that sounds like a lot to do if I'm already being uh, victimized. And it's like, you, well, I mean, you're the one who brought it up, right? <laughs> Kindly have a seat if you don't want right. to deal with it. <laughs> If you're comfortable just shutting the fuck up about it, I am too. Okay. Sorry, that was a little bit. A little bitter. One thing I read from this kind of New York Times thing that kind of goes oh, yeah. through all the years was that um, at the time in, ni- in the 1990s when it was kind of brought up first, mm-hmm. there were people who were saying that... Um, Domestic abuse was a fad. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's so trendy. Like, oh, all of a sudden, everybody's talking about domestic abuse. What? A, it'll all blow over. <laughs> like, why do we need to make a law it's about so it? So trendy. It just happens to be like really trendy right yeah. now. It's like snap bracelets, hypercolor t-shirts, <laughs> right? And domestic, domestic abuse. abuse, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Statistically, women uh, when they are murdered, it, they're most likely to be murdered by someone they know. Right. So, yeah. but that's a fad, as we all know. It ended in the nineties. Well, I mean, trendy. but it's it's the same language they use around me too. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's, it's exactly same they're story. Just like, yeah. There's there's not. If it was such a big problem, why are you just talking about it now? And it's like. We're not. Yeah. We're not. We've it's no. Just this happen, is, people just happen to be listening. This yeah. isn't a new conversation, sport. It, <sighs> it's actually, we've been talking about it for a long time, and finally it's gained some ground. Yeah. Right. And This isn't new. And the thing of it is, is that, I, you know, I just want to encourage, you know, I feel like I'm like the weird auntie uh, to these, like, you know, <laughs> if anybody younger is listening, is that... Every everybody always says, "Yeah, but this is the way it's always been. Like this is just how humans behave." You know, oh, it's God. crazy to think that you could make it change. This is human nature. But they've said that about everything, about the civil rights right. movement, about the gay rights movement. Right. 
And yeah. I mean, but even just historically, I mean, the French Revolution, you know, no, nobody could conceive right. <laughs> that there wouldn't be a, a monarchy and, you know, that you could break out, right. you know, or have a classless society or whatever. It, 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 it right. just seemed ridiculous. The, my point is that it is possible to demand respect from people. Right. Yeah. You know, because we are in it together. You know? Yeah. Even if you're poor or a woman or disabled, we can't do it without each other. You're going to need us. You know? Mm-hmm. So if we're like, we're in this contract together. So, you know, like, if you don't have us to exploit, you can't get that second yacht. So, like, right. yeah. this, that's why we're both here. It's like, what are you willing right. to give us to, you know, settle down? Because, like, we're we're, yeah. we're fed up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Oh, but so... Now I have... Do you hear the people sing, singing the songs of angry men? <laughs> this is a da, 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 we will not be sinners again. Okay. Oh man, it's like the timber in your voice. <laughs> it speaks to my very core. It's like it hits a resonant frequency. Yeah. It's like me. Mandy Patinkin, right? That's a fr- yeah, that is literally the first thing I thought of. <laughs> yeah. I wow yeah and I was transported, <laughs> but um, let's see oh uh, in that same article they went to it was reauthorized in two thousand uh, it came uh, up again in two thousand and five that's the other thing was that that yeah okay no you go in yeah why do we have I to don't keep understand. renewing yeah, it why is why does it have the shortest lifespan of a act ever <laughs> <laughs> like well we're gonna need to renew this every 30 days because yeah, the conservatives are like we'll pass it as long as you give us a chance to you know <laughs> just, not right. renew it I mean, exactly like, every five years and it like stalls out for a couple years like yeah. i mean why does it have the shortest span yeah because we really need to hash out whether women deserve to be protected over and over yeah. and over yeah. again god yeah i mean there's i mean the nice thing is oh, go ahead. some of the ways that it's that it has evolved have been you know pretty good right 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 um <laughs> but still but still those were after it languished for like <laughs> Oh, sorry. No more protections for you for a while. Till we, till, till we all fucking get it together. Well, and the other thing... Drag our feet. The, the other thing is that... You know how I was saying, like, there's always... They always cloak the real reason into... Um, with something more palatable. So, like, they don't want to renew it, but this is what they have the, a problem with. This is what they say, is that, (laughs) you know, it's part of a budget and we're using our money to fund these programs. And so if you're extending these programs to people who are illegal immigrants or people who are in like uh, in gay couples or, you know, do those people deserve 
access to funding that we're providing. And right. so that's right. it's like a, a cloak of respectability for, yeah, but are those people's rights as strong as the women we value or, yep. you know, whoever. It, it, again, it's always like this comparison of like whose whose rights are more important in this situation right. yeah so yeah so i think we part of what you're talking about is like in 2011 when it expired mm-hmm. <laughs> and they weren't able to get it back up and running again until 2013 and the reason was because the right was concerned by the bill's inclusion of visas for abused undocumented mm-hmm. immigrants funds for victims in same-sex relationships, and provisions for strengthening American Indian courts. Mm. Yeah. Well, all of those things, we all know how horrible. I mean, the government has been helping, you know, American Indians for decades. (laughs) How do you you understand the word help in that situation? (laughs) Right. I feel... (laughs) Feel like it. I think it's a. I feel it's miscast as a verb there, but yeah, uh, unrightful. But yeah, it, <laughs> unrightfully helping. It it shifts over time. Like there are objections to it, but you know, it does say quite a bit that it's like, well, you know, how much do the powerful have to bend their will to the vulnerable? You know, and I resent you asking me to do anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. We have a we have a war machine right. to pay for. And so <laughs> you know, and it's like but you know what ended up happening was that after the presidential election Republicans wanted to try to strengthen their, yeah, they were trying to chase the change their brand. They, at this point, um, could not have imagined. They smelled the tide turning. Could not mm-hmm. have imagined uh, the, the Trump voter. That, so this oh, was God. a totally different, uh, this was a horse of a different color. <laughs> um, yeah, so they were trying to appeal to women, and so they finally did, uh, you know, reauthorize the bill. And then, you know, here we are today asking if somebody has really sort of threatened someone's life and or their kid's life, et cetera, et cetera. Could it be cool to just ask them to again, yeah, take their murder sticks away from them. I mean, not maybe forever, <laughs> but until the threat is passed, or we can yeah. work on it together. I know how much you value it. Um, yeah, maybe you could go through a period of proving that you're not threat a, to human life. No, I. No, 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 no. That's that's yeah, a bridge too like, far. I'm just saying, could we think about like the seven year old? that is hiding behind the hamper and um, dad's been drinking and he gets his gun out and 
Can we think about what they're feeling to like what about well what about like their right to not do that? I also think that a tactic that's used a lot, especially because it's so easy for progressives to um get lost in tangents and fight amongst ourselves <laughs> is that the argument uh an opposition argument always frames it as if it's a black and white issue and no one can recognize nuance and right you know that should you make this decision it will lead to um, the Mad Max Thunderdome conclusion. <laughs> like, there's never right. a point where you can say, no, we're not asking to take everybody's guns or not to consider on a person-to-person basis or, you know, what, right. like, this is a negotiation. You know, we can, we can, to not even be able to talk about it, it you know, is, it's not... Uh, Not even to be able to research it to figure out what best practices right. would be. Thank you, That's NRA. The thing. It's like you, you uh. know, there. It's insincere to believe that people aren't willing to, you know, have some people be able to have, you know, if you're live a rural life that requires you to have that kind of, you know, because you use it for food or protection or. Whatever it is, like we, mm. there are, or even if you just want to use it for fun, but you can prove that you are a like responsible gun owner. Yeah, like if you just, you know, like similar to what they do in Japan. Yeah, which is I pretty mean, there's rigorous. Like, there's like events in the Olympics with shooting. I mean, shooting has been a, I don't know if it's a sport, but I mean, it's. It's, yeah, it yeah, is, technically. I mean, it's, yeah, and like hunting, like you get your hunting license and you go and you sit in the blind and maybe you get the deer, maybe you don't. That's not who we're talking about. I mean, could we apply the same stringent rules that guide fishing and wildlife? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's, that's true. Like we you do, it, have, you yeah. Well, it's like, I, here's what here's what I don't understand. The calculus that, and we've talked about this before. Just tell me if I'm still beating a dead okay, horse. Yeah. Oh, God, but the dead horse. The calculus. Oh, <laughs> Even just hearing about it gets me worked up. <laughs> Beat that horse. But the calculus involved in saying, like, oh, no, the greatest tragedy would be for... A man who just, you know, had a bad day and sent a threatening tweet to right. someone to lose their rights to gun ownership mm. is somehow worse than allowing people who have a history of threatening <laughs> behavior toward women right. to have right. a gun. Right. And then, you know, play out the sort of logical escalation of violence and death. Like this all or nothing. Like, how in the world are we more worried about that one dude who had a bad day and sent that, yeah. you know, threatening well, Twitter message? The same Why? Reason, I mean, it's that same kind of logic that are you more afraid that there are going to be men that 
very statistically low percentage of men that will be accused of a sexual crime they didn't commit. Exactly. As opposed to what we know are 93% of rape cases yeah. that are brought forward, not even the ones reported, but the ones that are brought forward yeah. that ever see any kind of justice. That's not including jail time. Yeah. So... We already know that yeah. there's a lot of people that will never face consequences for that behavior. Sure. So it's just like, yeah. why are we protecting a proportionally much smaller percentage of the population versus... Because they have thumbs <laughs> that they... I didn't, I didn't uh, want to say that, but, you know. It's not a trigger finger. It's a trigger thumb. It's a trigger thumb. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Wow. Well, here we go. This was... Here we are. I mean, this was hilarious. (laughs) So many things to laugh about. (laughs) I mean, but I did, you know... I mean, the tiny thumbs. I mean, let's go. That's a good one. That's fine. You know, we tried. But I do think, like, I... Again, I I do think it's, like, a symptom of a, a, a larger... You know, this, again, this sort of consciousness raising that is made possible by the fact that, you know, the gatekeepers, they used to be able to control who got heard. But now with technology, so many more people can talk to each other and be like, man, that's kind of fucked up, right? Like, right. And so. Or, hey, I've also had this experience and like. Yeah, you know. like surely we can do better than that, you know? Like yeah. you can you can see where there's needs not being met and you can organize to try to get them met and you know it's really exciting. I mean, it's going to be messy, but I think that you know, just I think there's always a cost to be hopeful because it's worked before. Right. You know, yeah. you just have to fight I mean, sadly, you have to fight to say, you know, like, I may not, you know, provide jobs. I may not be a genius. I may not be the most popular person in the world. But, like, I matter. (laughs) People care about me. Yeah. And, like, I deserve, like, the same consideration that, you know, that any other any other citizen would hope for, you know? Yeah. Or or some hippie bullshit. I don't know. (laughs) I didn't think it through. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to start talking and see how, where it goes. It's like, I'm, I I get it. I'm with you. It's like McConaughey on those bongos. You got to find your rhythm. Yeah. And they worked out. You got to, you know, feel it. Let your, you let let your flow. heartbeat be your natural guide, and you just jam. <laughs> yes. You jam with but with yeah. your brain. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so if thanks, guys. This is a history of strong people beating weak people. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm, Enjoy the it. history of having an act that protects women. Or like that or, expires every yeah, year. It expires approximately like every uh, as often as you have your period. Yeah, yeah. Mm. the life cycle of a mayfly. Right. 
Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so keep your eyes out because if there's a grace period where it's not in effect, you better check the thumbs on your boyfriend because... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just consider it a call that. rule of thumb. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never unknow that. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's pretty dark. I mean, it's, and oh, by the way, I don't mean weak. I mean vulnerable. It's just like being on the receiving end of somebody being awful to you does not, they're the weak ones. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, it. Yeah, it, that, it doesn't make you the weaker person in that scenario. It just means that no, nobody that has that has dominated a situation by their violence, like that person is not in control of themselves. So they're yeah. always yeah. the weak one, you know? So, yeah, right. I mean, if you've been a victim of violence, that does not make you weak. In fact, I mean... I'd argue you're pretty fucking tough. A lot stronger than most people on this. Earth. Yeah, you're pretty fucking tough. You know, like it's yeah. it's not easy, like having to navigate that, and um, and just living under the threat of violence is, I mean, it's fucking hard, and it's something that you know when you if you can get out of it and find safety, and we'll put up some resources for. Yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, we should oh, God. probably link to some okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah. okay, let me write that down. It doesn't really matter how you identify, but those, because they now have more inclusive ways to protect um, everybody in population. So, you know, I know trans, yeah, like trans people are particularly uh, vulnerable to violence, so... Um, you know, but those resources are out there, and you know, yeah, like where there's a lot of people that care about you and are looking out for you. If don't 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 give up hope. Anyway, yeah, so absolutely. if you want to follow us, which I again I don't think you do, but should you? <laughs> uh, we're at Axipod on Instagram. Axopod at Gmail, you can email us. Anne mm-hmm. reads those, so if you have a particular love for Anne, that's how you get to her. <laughs> if you need to write a love letter to Anne. Um, yeah. Don't threaten me, though. Don't, no. Don't do it. No, no, no threats. No, seriously, we I will mean, come have after you. Heard, you. Yeah. Have you I heard personally... The, We'll find have you, you heard her talk? You want to fuck with that? You don't. <laughs> Are you? No. That's not. That's not an affectation. She's exactly like that. Yeah. You don't want it. I promise. And then. Uh, you, you can't can, handle it. Girl. Um, Twitter. Axapod. Axapod Twitter. Yep. Um, Facebook. Yeah. You already said that. Um, your mother. 
<laughs> Exapod at AOL. Yeah. Exapod uh, <laughs> as Jeeves. Uh, um, MSN chat. Uh, Exapod. <laughs> Yahoo chat from 20 years uh, ago. Our, Net, uh, our Netscape page. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're on MySpace, Friendster. Um, <laughs> um, you can get our episodes on Napster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> If you want to find it on a cassette tape. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll make you a mixtape. Yeah, make you a mixtape yeah. of yeah. our favorite, uh, our prank calls, and to yeah. s- <laughs> senators' offices. You'll love it. It's a hoot. Um, that's how we got the Violets Against Wood Act passed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, we, uh, we'll, see, we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye now.